Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. If you've been here already with me, we're going through a little bit of a transition right now. So recently I have been thinking way more about helping other projectors. And I know I haven't really, maybe I haven't said this out loud to a lot of people because a lot of people actually seem to be like surprised, but There's just so much information that I have because I am also a projector and I totally understand the struggle of first finding out that you're a projector and what that could possibly mean for you depending on the life that you've lived beforehand. So today I actually wrote a blog post on my blog. If you don't know that I have a blog, newsflash, I have a blog. (laughs) It's lilithelena.com and you can check it out. And that's essentially what we're going to be talking about today is what it means to wait for the invitation as a projector. So that's the blog post that I wrote, and it's exactly what we're talking about here today. So when most people find out that they're a projector in human design, they get pretty discouraged. We see the whole wait for the invitation as our strategy, and it's like the worst, (laughs) like our worst fear is actually being realized. And what is our worst fear? It's that we can't give advice to everyone because they don't want it from us. And we need to wait for them to come to us for advice in a specific way. Ouch. (laughs) Like, if you're like me, this caused you to have a mini ego death. So since we're kids, we just see everything that's wrong in the world. We see how it could be better, like much, much better. We're efficient. With the low level of energy that we have, which is actually not as low as you might think, but that's a different topic for another day. So with the low level of energy that we have, we try to conserve it and save on time while we're at it, because why not? And when we see others wasting their time or energy on something that could be easily tweaked to make it 10 times more efficient, of course we want to help them and tell them. So reading that we need to quote unquote wait for the invitation and sit here and watch as other people all around us make so many little mistakes, it's like torture. That's a bit melodramatic, yeah, (laughs) perhaps, but it's still true. So what does wait for the invitation really mean? Thankfully, it's not as strict as it might seem at first. So waiting for the invitation, let's first dive into what does this not mean? This doesn't mean that you have to sit around doing absolutely nothing while you wait. This doesn't mean that you can't post on Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media platforms about your ideas. This doesn't mean that your opinion isn't needed. And this doesn't mean that you have to wait for a formal invitation in the mail. Although sometimes for events, that may be a thing, but not for every situation. And if that doesn't cheer you up a bit already... I know when we break all this down, it will. So let's take a look at what you can do and what this does mean. So number one, you have been given the gift of time, energy, and selection. Waiting for the invitation means that you can sit back and study the things that you love. You can master the things that you truly care about and have fun while you're improving your skills as you quote unquote wait to be invited. Think about it. Would you rather spend your time learning about the things that make you a quote-unquote nerd or constantly be trying to find people who need your help out in the world every day, needing to promote yourself heavily and talk about yourself 24-7? 
my guess is that you'd rather sit back and enjoy the ride. But then why are we so ingrained to take option number two before we find human design? It's, it just really boils down to that we were taught this way. We were taught that if we didn't go out and get it, it'll never come or it'll never be ours or whatever, whatever that belief was. But I have fantastic news for you. That belief is bullshit. Your energy speaks for you, protects you from the people who aren't right for you, and gives you the peace and solace to learn anything that your heart desires. So if you're not already on board, <laughs> let's just keep going. So number two, you can 100% still put yourself, your work, and your passions out there so that people can find you when they need you. So remember how I said you don't want to be promoting yourself heavily 24-7? I meant in a sleazy, unaligned, yucky feeling way. Now what you can do is make sure that you are visible, which means to find what feels good to you and do it. Okay, take a second, let this sink in, and we'll be right back. So if you're an artist, find yourself a platform to showcase your work. This could be like Etsy, Instagram, Facebook, or many other different platforms that are a little bit more niche depending on what you're doing. Or if you're a business consultant, post content on your platform of choice. Are you more of a writer? Maybe start a blog. Are you a visual person? Go to Instagram. What about voice and video? YouTube and TikTok are great. There's even podcasts or other voice audio apps. Seriously, the world is your blank canvas. So the thing is here, it's figuring out what do you truly like to do and then do that and do it in a way that really makes you happy because that is how you're going to find your freedom, fulfillment, and success. Sounds amazing, right? So if you're still not yet convinced that being a projector is a blessing and not a curse, let's look at the last two points. I think they'll change your mind. So number three, you can still give advice whenever you want to. Again, remember how I said we aren't supposed to go around telling people our advice because they don't want it from us? That's partially true. Here's the loophole. You can give all the advice that you want as long as it's generalized or self-improvement. So what does that mean? Well, you know how, let's just say your friend's name is Jenny. So you know how Jenny was telling you about her boyfriend issues and you really wanted to tell her all the red flags about him? If you were to specifically tell her about him without her asking your advice, it's going to go unheard. But if you talk about your own previous experience with the same red flag you're seeing in him without trying to quote unquote push the information on her, then she'll hear you. It's all about the delivery and the way that you word it. And if you're trying to push the information, that's when it, you know, kind of bounces off of them. So. Likewise, let's say that you are that business consultant that we talked about earlier, and you want to create content for your audience. You can still create content in a generalized way. So instead of pointing out like one or two people, talk in bigger terms or talk in I learned this type of ways, self examples and storytelling from personal experiences. Talking in generalized terms goes against so many business quote unquote business rules. But if you test it out, you might realize that it's the best thing for you. So 
Number four, an invitation. Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. An invitation can be direct or indirect. What does that mean? A direct invitation is when someone blatantly asks you a question or specifically asks for your advice, such as, hey, can you tell me what this tip means from your post? That's them recognizing you and asking you because they want to learn from you. Another example from the Jenny scenario is if Jenny was to straight up ask you for your advice on the situation, such as, what would you do? Or, do you have any advice? That's a direct invitation. The trickier ones are the energetic invitations, aka the indirect invitations. Let's say you're in a conference meeting and your boss asks the room for ideas. That's an energetic invitation because he's opening the conversation to anyone in the room. However, it's a weak indirect invitation, meaning that even though he opened it up to everyone, that doesn't mean you jump straight into your novella of ideas right away. In this case, test the waters out and say one or two things. If you're invited to share more or elaborate, that's a direct invitation after you have gotten an indirect invitation. So another indirect invitation is how you feel around the person you're talking to. If you feel like you're being seen and heard without forcing yourself to be seen and heard, that's a very important, very important note. If you feel like you're being seen and heard, without forcing yourself to be seen and heard, then you have an indirect invitation from them, meaning that their energy is open to you. For instance, if you have friends that you hang out with, you already have an invitation with them, usually, and can openly give your advice where you see fit. There are certain scenarios where you won't have the open invitation from them, but that's a topic for another time as well. So as you can see, Waiting for the invitation is not as strict as it first seemed. It's actually a blessing because guess what? You actually get to save your energy. You don't have to fix everyone around you. You just focus on yourself and actually enjoy your life. And when you do get an invitation, it feels so much lighter, brighter, and happier within the energy of it. So what are you going to do now with all of your newfound free time? and the extra energy. Have fun.